0: This is James Henry here and you're listening to 3CR, 8.55am and digital streaming on 3cr.org.au
1: Asia-Pacific Currents
0: News and labour issues from the Asia-Pacific region We
1: strongly condemn the the police that arrest uh, the protesters
0: Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock On Community Radio 3CR Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalists. Brought to you by Australia-Asia Worker Link. Good morning, good morning. I'm Pierre Mora, and I'll be bringing you this week's program of Asia-Pacific Currents. I'm by myself uh, again, but... I'll steer the ship. We'll make it through to half past nine. And of course, as that our great announcement uh, says this is Asia Pacific Currents brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links on your favourite community radio station here in Melbourne, maybe worldwide, since we're streaming on the internet we're podcasting. So, uh, hello to all those listeners outside of Melbourne. But um, if you want to get um, in, um, interested in Australia Asia Worker Links or you want to ask for more information, you can uh, go to our website. Our website is slash getting um up and running again uh all the w's dot um aawl.org.au or you can go to our facebook uh, site, we've got a, a Twitter account as well. And um, on uh, today's program we'll have our usual roundup of uh, Labour and uh, human rights issues all around the region. And in the second half of the program, we'll be talking to one who uh, is a Thai political uh, or social activist in exile, so she's not in, in Thailand, um, who I managed to um, catch up to over the week to ask about the upcoming Thai elections and whether or not they're free uh, and fair and uh, what it means for the future given that um, Thailand has been in uh, military dictatorship for the last um, five years. But that will be in the second half of the program and I'll probably um, explain a bit more about some of the issues that uh, are raised um, by one uh, after... The interview, but um, um, first of all, thanks to uh, Saturday Breakfast for very n- another very interesting program. So, uh, and that uh, music break that you heard uh, in between the programs um, was um, Walkabout about. Uh, Dreaming by Kuri Wadja, so that was um, very good, always nice to have a bit of music. We'll have a very quick uh, announcement then we'll come back to our roundup of the region. Hey this is Nick Punyao. you're listening to 3CR. Please support community radio and your local music scene. Subscribe now. Give money back to the people that give music to you. Well, I didn't um, really um, think about that announcement, but it was very, very apt as um, uh, it said, uh, We want no more violence. And so, really, we need to start up. This um, news uh, roundup with the uh, very tragic uh, events in Christchurch in New Zealand um, uh, yesterday, and um, obviously people uh, know that forty nine people were murdered, and um, what um, happened with the um, fascist shooter going into the uh, at least two mosques to um, kill people but um, Really, the I think what's important is to look in the the context of why and how these things develop. And really, we've got to look at these shootings and and murders are not an isolated incident. They're not an aberration or something carried out by a crazed individual. These are the direct results of years of xenophobia and nationalism, Fear, anti Muslim, anti migrant, anti refugee propaganda, which is carried out by uh, re- relentlessly by sections of the ruling elites and governments all around the world. This propaganda has an effect, it has a cumulative effect in uh, creating fear, hatred and, and, um, uh, and, and leads people to violence. This is the world that they are creating. And we as as workers, as part of the working class um, globally, we don't need more police, we don't need more military, we don't need more border controls and we don't need more oppression. This is already the world that, that we have. We don't actually need to create an even worse one what we need and as a class uh, we as workers are in every country we are the ones that um, suffer in wars and terrorism what we need is uh, class solidarity within and across countries we want equality as many movements already uh, state we demand justice and we need uh, a new a new world based on on class solidarity because our Uh, Our needs, our wants are not in more oppression, more exploitation, more inequality, but are all about um, equality and solidarity, peace and justice. Workers change the world. Hi, it's Paul Kelly here. Hi, this is Shane Howard here, asking you to support 3CR. Independent radio station, encouraging independent music and independent thought. They've been supporting musicians for more than 30 years, so let's support them. And... um Talking about uh, fighting for justice, fighting for equality, of course on the the 8th of March uh, was International Women's Day and of course we brought you some news last week and some interviews of the marches here in Melbourne. But obviously um, it was, um, given the time frame uh, of where we are, uh, Melbourne, Australia is one of the first places on the Friday to have those um, demonstrations. So there were actions all around the world and, and millions of women and, and allies took to the streets on Friday March of, of 8th. And the biggest turnout, once again, was actually in Spain where over, uh, well, I think almost um, five million women uh, took to the streets demanding equality, justice and and freedom. And it was uh, fantastic to see and they've really uh, uh, set the bar for the rest of the movement around the, the world. Um, other other. Issues that were um, put forward uh, around the world, where uh, in Turkey, where the issue of domestic violence was um, was very uh, high up on the agenda, and uh, the march there was actually tear gassed uh, by the by the government. But unfortunately, we know what the Turkish government in the last few years is all about. Uh, in nearby uh, uh, the border with Syria, the, in it's still in Turkey, there was a lot of demonstrations demanding freedom for imprisoned um, uh, women in in Syria from the the civil war in, um, in Denmark, um, were, the focus was actually on racism because there's actually a lot of uh, racism and, and especially around Islamophobia in um, in Denmark um, these days. Uh, we also um, saw demonstrations in, in Indonesia uh, and again, um, very much against religious uh, bigotry and, and also, of course, in uh, our comrades in South Korea where there's a big movement fighting for economic e- equality but it obviously... Uh, intersects um, with the whole issue of um, of women rights. Of old... This is James Henry here, and you're listening to 3CR 8:55 AM and digital streaming on 3CR.org.au. Three. And that um, really follows on uh, the, uh, the next story uh, from uh, International uh, Women's Day where this w- we go to Iran where this week a court in Iran sentenced Nazreen Sutudeh, a human rights lawyer to 148 lashes and 33 years in jail. Sutudeh had been in Tehran's Evin prison since last June uh, and uh, was recently found guilty of seven charges including inciting corruption prostitution, Openly committing a sinful act by appearing in public without a hijab and disrupting public order, uh, Sutido has represented several women um, who are, have been recently arrested for protesting against the mandatory wearing of headscarves, and has been jailed um, before uh, in the last uh, for well in the last twenty thirty years for her work in defending uh, human rights activists. Now, this harsh sentency, sentence in Iran is not an isolated case, unfortunately. And it's um, really another example of the intensifying repression over the last couple of years um, that has hit um, any critic of the Iranian government and especially labour activists as we've brought you uh, in this program many times um, uh, before where many have been given incredibly harsh and long sentences um, for the simple uh, crime of organising protest and demanding better wages and conditions. And um we still uh, stay on the theme of um, of justice. Uh, we go to uh, Bangladesh, where again, over the last uh, well this year really uh, we've reported that. Um, hundreds of thousands of garment workers have taken uh, took action during December of last year and January of uh, this year against the meagre wage rise that was uh, proposed by the um, by the government. Um, the reaction by the employers and government to these protests, unfortunately, was uh, swift and brutal. Um, uh, we have brought um, some uh, figures uh, over the last few weeks, but now we have a very good picture of what this repression has meant. We now know that uh, following these uh, protests, over 100 workers have been prison Criminal or civil cases have been filed against another 5,000 workers, while more than 12,000 workers have been retrenched following these uh, uh, protests. And even more worryingly, or or, or worse, is that the garment sector employer body, the BGMEA, is using a database of over three and a half million garment workers. They were set up after the Rana Plaza collapse to verify who the workers were in these factories because often there was no records. It was all uh, um, black market. And so even Rana Plaza, um, people still don't know exactly who was in there um, and got killed. So they've actually used this database that was set up to safeguard workers' rights to now blacklist any dismissed workers and union activists from getting jobs in any Uh, Garment company um, around Bangladesh. Some companies have even gone further and have uh, published photos of these banned workers. This is really an unprecedented level of repression and there is now a global campaign calling on uh, Bangladeshi companies and the government in Bangladesh to stop this repression and drop all the charges and reinstate all workers. 3CR, always bringing you the latest union news. They're Don't coming you know after know us at the
1: moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from the businesses. Town. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for.
0: Don't you know so there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted town. out, to sham contracting arrangements. On 8 am and on the web 3cr.org.au. <laughs> Wasting time. Our last um, news roundup for this week, Uh, we go to India, to southern India, where late last month thousands of workers in Tamil Nadu demonstrated against the continuing repression of labour organisers at automobile manufacturing plants. Of particular concern were the actions of the Precol, Royal Enfield and Azahi, companies who have recently dismissed or transferred hundreds of workers to other parts of India as part of a union-busting strategy. In addition, some other companies in that uh, state have used another tactic uh, of shutting down temporarily their factories, dismissing all their workforce to then reopen um, very quickly uh, in a new nearby location with a new ununionized workforce. Um, now, given that workers are not receiving any protection from governments or the judiciary, um, the protests um, were very much to increase. Uh, class organisation and solidarity among the workers in all these different factories, because only better, only through better organising and coordination among workers, um, will this situation change and again it really shows that um, the power of, of workers and in the end um, it's it's only through our our struggle, our efforts that real change comes about even in terms uh, of changing legislation that usually comes out when we actually organise on the shop floor, in our offices in our factories, on the ground and we actually, actually uh, go out and take industrial action. This is our power, and we need to use it. And I think it's the same message for workers um, anywhere in the world. That um, um, when we organise, when we use this power, we are strong, and we, you know, we as workers can change the the world. That's the end of our news roundup. We'll go to a couple of community announcements, and then we'll be back with the interview on um, on the upcoming uh, uh, elections in Thailand. Marxism 2019 is Australia's biggest socialist conference, taking place this Easter long weekend from April the 18th to the 21st in Melbourne. Marxism 2019 features international and local guest speakers, including award-winning author and activist Baruz Bouchani. Join over 1,000 activists for crucial discussions on how to resist the rise of the right and rebuild the left. With more than 100 sessions, tickets start at just $35 and are available at marxismconference.org. A 3CR supporter. Radio for the workers, by the workers, since
1: 1976.
0: It's uh, just getting on to 17 past nine o'clock here on 3CR, 3CR Radio, your favourite community radio station, and you're listening to um, Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia-Asia Worker Links. I was fortunate enough uh, early this week to get in touch with uh, one who... She's a uh, Thai um, social-political activist who's in uh, exile um, in, a, in a country uh, nearby um, Thailand, um, and um, we, um, I want to know about the upcoming Thai election and about the issues facing uh, people in Thailand. And of course, just to give people a bit of background, uh, uh, Thailand has been under the military dictatorship for the last five years. There's been um, lots of uh, repression, lots of people um, being jailed under the uh, 112 law or the Computers uh, Crimes act and um, and some parties have been routinely banned over the last ten fifteen years, so the fact that, that even this uh, election, uh, which is going to happen on the twenty fourth of march is is happening um, is actually something that uh, uh, has been postponed for for many years in the last few years since the military coup happened in two thousand and fourteen. The general elections scheduled for the 24th of March in Thailand are the first since the military coup in 2014 and are being held under a military dictatorship. How free do you think they are?
1: Uh, In my opinion, they are not really free. First of all, because uh, the constitutional law 2017 about this election was written by the coup under the unfree political climate and also the election commission of Thailand, they have a good relationship and connection with the coup. So I think that's why they're not like, not as free as it should be.
0: The difference with this um, election is that there are many new political parties campaigning, and I will talk about them in the next few questions. But overall, given that the elections are in the next few days, What are the main issues that are featuring in the election campaign that the parties are are talking about?
1: So the main issues based on bringing back the economic prosperity because five years under the military regime they have failed to develop the country economic Uh, so their projects only benefit the elite and upper class people so it actually hurts common people and things become more and more extensive so most of the most of the election of, uh, election campaigns now so they based on the economic
0: mm-hmm. the leader of the military government and the coup leader prayut Cha, who's uh, now retired as the chief of army um, is running as the head of, of a new one of these new parties palang um, Pracharat. Do you think yeah. that this party will get many votes? Is he very popular?
1: From my perspective and the people around me seem like they have enough of him. Yeah, it has been 5 years under his rule and I think we see how capable he is and his team is.
0: But it still seems that uh, even though the Prayut has got five years backing him up uh, and he's got the yep. whole state apparatus, that from opinion polls, the two main parties that will come out on top are the Pew Thai Party and Democratic Party, which have really yep. been dominant for the last two decades. Do you think they'll still come out of as the two biggest parties?
1: This election is a little bit different than the previous elections. There are many new interesting parties. People are very really active about it since we have never had uh, any election for the last five years. So, but however, I believe that the main party will still be Puerto Thai and Democratic Party.
0: And in terms of the of the new parties, uh, obviously in the last few weeks, one of the uh, big events in Thailand was the candidacy of the ex-princess and then the outlawing yeah. of the party that put her forward, the Raksa Chat Party. Now, what effect yeah. has this outlawing uh, had on the election campaign?
1: Uh, outlawing the Thai Raksa Chat Party makes people realise how unfair this election can be and how unfair the rules are, yeah. In my opinion.
0: And is there a, a a big discussion point in the campaign now, or are people even scared to actually talk about it?
1: It depends on the people. Some people like to talk about it openly, but some people are scared. You know, we have that uh, the law and uh, Article One One Two.
0: Yes, we've we've talked about Article. One one two or the so-called Les Majestes. Uh, that's a, a really um, draconian law, and many people are in jail for that. Now, yeah. you, d- you just you did mention before about the new parties, about some of the excitement uh, among anti-military activists or pro-democracy activists, and the two yeah. that seems to have um, be more popular have come forward are the Future Forward Party and the Commoners Party. How do you think they'll go and who do they actually appeal to?
1: I'm also the one who are who is excited to finally see these new parties. Yeah, they seem to understand the real problem of Thailand and they seem to get uh, attention from younger generation as well. I think they might have some place in the parliament and but they might face some obstacle though because uh they are really new and Maybe lack of experiences, but I believe there could be our new hope, can be the, the hope, as long as they try to deliver
0: what they promise. And what kind of promises are they making?
1: Yeah, they're making the promise that like they're gonna, uh, to take out the constitutional, this constitutional, which is like, doesn't come accurately, doesn't come rightly, this, constitution we have right now so they're going to review it that is the important part and they will also they have so many they have 20 policies which are actually the the the, the most interesting policy that appeal to me is the the focus on economics they're going to do decentralize how they spend money how how the government spend money and how the government like, they they're going to focus more on the not bangkok but like the the other part of Thailand
0: and just moving on to looking at how the election is set up because the new constitution which you have um, uh, remarked about how it's unconstitutional well it's not fair because all the 250 members of the Senate are actually going to be appointed by the current military government so does this mean that regardless of the election outcome the Prime Minister will be a, a military person
1: So that is actually a really scary part of this election, since, uh, the law is written, uh, is written to be unfair at first, and, uh, we actually can't do anything about it, but just hope that it wouldn't happen. Yeah, actually that is life, when, so we can do nothing but hope.
0: That's right. That's right. We don't really know what will happen. But as a last questioner, and I want to see what you what you think, because Thailand has been under military dictatorship for five years. Do you think these yeah. elections will open up space for human rights, labour, anti-poverty, and other activists to become more active, or will it entrench the power of the military and the royal family under this new constitution?
1: course the election can stimulate the climate of free speech and open up space for human rights and for activists but even though it's not entirely free as long as we still have the strong military and that we already mentioned Article 112, Les Majestes so the royal family and the military will they will still be safe from criticism Yeah, but at least this election gives us is some hope and like it gives us some belief that the choice is still likely to be
0: ours. Thank you very much, Juan, for your your comments, and uh, we'll look forward to see how the election goes. And we we really hope that uh, you know, even though the military has attempted to entrench its its power, that. from the elections uh, new organisations, new impetus will come to actually uh, uh, create a better future for the majority of of working class families and and poor people in, in Tala in the future
1: Thank you I hope so as well
0: So I'm here at the school Kids Strike for Climate Action with some of the people who are on strike today Can you tell us your names and how old you are? My name's Ivy and I'm 12 years old. My name is Marta and I am 8 years old. My name's Layla and I'm 11 years old. Inequality is at a 70 year high. Our jobs are going offshore, our jobs are being casualised. 40% of us are trapped in insecure work. The richest 1% have more than the 70% of us at the bottom. And workers will stand up and fight. You've never seen a fight before until you back the Australian workers into a corner and tell them they've got no rights. Those workers will fight. 3CR Union Issues and Workers' Struggles. Feed Radical Radio. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377. That's right, if you like what you're hearing then don't forget to subscribe or donate money to keep us on the air and of course even if you're overseas uh, with the with the power and the magic of the internet you can go to our website and do that as well. But uh, we got, we're getting to the end of our program and um, the interview that uh, you're listening was uh, with uh, one uh, who is an exiled uh, social political activist from Thailand um, and we managed to who uh, catch up uh, over the phone um, early this week about the upcoming Thai elections and we will certainly uh, bring more news over the next uh, coming months um, about what's happening in Thailand um, and how the... the New uh, semi-civilian government. Uh, given that the uh, military has uh, uh, handpicked all of the of the Senate, um, actually translate in the on on the ground. But that's really uh, all the time that uh, we've got for for you. Uh, my name is Pierre Morrow. I'll be back uh, next week with another program of Asia Pacific currents. Bring you the um, Labour. Uh, issues labour news roundup of the labour movement from the asia pacific region brought to you by australia asia worker links and if you want more information go to our website or our facebook uh, just um, google australia asia worker links but that's really all i've got time for you today have a great day if you're in melbourne it's uh, nice and sunny it's a very um, dry and warm uh, autumn so far so you might as well enjoy it but Um, We'll be back. Uh, I'll be going to the the, uh, anti-racist demonstration here in Melbourne at 2 o'clock at uh, the State Library. So if you're around, um, uh, don't forget to be there. 2pm, the State Library uh, show your support uh, um, and solidarity and against uh, racism. But um, stay tuned to 3CR Radio and the Palestine Remembered uh, program that's coming up.